Hey. It is episode six. Episode six. We're back. We are back. We made it. We did. And we're really happy that y'all love the five episodes. Yeah, man. We got some really great reception over the last couple of weeks. We got a lot of downloads. Last time I checked, we were at a little over 700 downloads of the episodes. Which is a big deal. It is a big deal. Don't expect any. (laughs) Right. Right. So thank y'all so much for all the feedback y'all gave us on social media, Twitter, Facebook. Yes. No one's emailed us, though. At all. You know, we do have an email, which we will repeat again at the end of this episode um but we did also get a really great text from a friend of mine she is in med school and i'm not gonna read the whole text because no it's okay read the whole text i mean i'm gonna read the whole text but i'm not gonna read the whole text exchange because we talked for like an hour so is this like women texting what you know like stories mikey share go ahead so she says, y'all are, her name is Brittany, y'all are legit good at this. I can tell a lot of thought and planning goes into it, but it doesn't seem scripted at all. <laughs> the flow of the conversation is perfect. Sometimes it's easy to go off on rants or tangents, but I feel like y'all do a good job at staying on course. Real I shit. also think that there's a balance, that there's a balance. Like one person isn't dominating the convo, which is good. Love the segment. The flight or flight one is hilarious and it shows even more that y'all are human and aren't perfect. Mm. Y'all are super relatable and inspiring. Mm. I listened to them in order. So I felt like I was learning so much about y'all's relationship and personalities that I didn't know, but also find myself doing some self-reflection, which was great and scary. I've never been in love. So to hear y'all talk about your love for one another in such a vivid, genuine and transparent way was inspiring, hopeful and slick scary because I was thinking, damn, I want to love like this, but it's probably too late for your girl. If that makes sense. (laughs) In terms of engagement. Oh, there's more. <laughs> I feel like y'all do a great job at keeping us entertained. I was either laughing, smiling, or in my feelings the whole time. Maybe in the future, y'all could add a segment where people write in questions or ask advice. We will. Which could be cliche since most podcasts do this, but I think y'all are hilarious and it will be a cool spin on it. Oh, and maybe folks could send in some of their love stories too. You probably already mentioned this though. She also goes on to say she wants to ask mama segment or she wouldn't be opposed to it. Which we actually nice. heard that a lot. Yeah, it was. It was really sweet. And um, we really appreciate it. And we love y'all for loving us. And if you feel so inclined to copy and paste your comments <laughs> into the iTunes podcast store or wherever you listen, that would be great. That would be great. And shoot us an email. And if you don't want us to read it, just let us know. But I mean, read it on the podcast. Let us know. But other than that, yeah, please. Thank y'all. Thank you so much. All right, now on to episode six. We hope you enjoy. Now check it out. Now look, the apple don't fall far from trees, right? I'm in the land of milk and honey with the bees, like. And if I'm ripping it, what I'm so with my seeds, like. Now check it out. I've been a father since I was a toddler. Hey, y'all. Hey. It is Mikey and Randy. I'm Mikey. And I'm Randy. (laughs) (laughs) And this is uh, episode six. Of the podcast. And we're really excited. So this episode is about fighting clean fails. We're going to talk about what fighting clean means to us and our struggles to do so. We'll tell a story about a time we fought really dirty, what we learned, and give y'all three Chapman do's and don'ts each that help us fight cleaner. But before all that, as you know, we're going to start with a love story from around the world. And then after the topic, 
we're going to have our fight or flight segment and it is my turn to bring my issue to the table and then we're going to end with some pda but because i'm so perfect you don't have any issues right (laughs) i think that the first five episodes have established that i'm pretty flawless like i don't i don't you're pretty pretty what flawless i I messed it up i missed because those are lies that you tell like how that beyonce song go it's not about you Oh, damn. I love you. Though. Oh, oh, oh shit! <laughs> All right. Um, so right. yeah, love story. Let's yes. start with love. Um, so this story comes from y'all know my favorite site. Oh my, Mikey! I'm joking. Please. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh, <laughs> I found this story um, on Google. Uh, random websites called StoryCore, like C O R P S. Um, That's where I got my story from. The one about the mom inviting. Her son's killer to the... Okay. Okay, anyway. Oh, that's why. All right. Yes. Not a bad sight. Yeah, I told you it was good. There's no humans of New York, but all right. Um, and this story is about Andrea McKnight and James McKnight. Does sound familiar to you? No. It's about no, a couple no, no. Um, in Brooklyn. Oh, oh God. Okay. So it's, good. So it's, a, it's a love story. Okay. I told you I'm going to have hood love stories. Okay, baby. Um, so it stuck out to me because of um, their origins, how they began. It was a little familiar but not really okay so um the story takes place uh 40 50 years ago um in the 70s there's this guy his name was james mcknight um he was singing on a corner with his group um because that was the thing to do back in the day and this girl he caught this girl's attention and she was like 14 and he was 18 okay. um so he was singing and she was like caught off guard. So she like walked. So he had caught her attention and he had told his friend, he was like, man, I think I'm gonna marry that girl. He said, no, I know I'm gonna marry that girl. And his friend looked at him and was like, dude, I know you're gonna get arrested. Right. <laughs> if you go talk to her. Because she is so, a child. Okay. Yeah, they both were. Um, In this time. What year is this? 74. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he walked over to her and he was like, you know, he put on his uh his deep voice. Okay. And he was like, you know, he was just trying to impress her, you know, like how you do when you walk up to a girl. And she like fell for it. Mm. And um, you know, after some dating, you know, some time has passed and then she was like, you know, I have to introduce you to my family. Um, how old was she? Does she was say? again Does it say how old she was when he when she introduced him? Fifteen? Okay. <laughs> okay, go ahead. She just turned 15. He turned 19. Oh. Yeah. So this is about R. Kelly. <laughs> Are you... What is, this playing. is about oh, young so, love. Okay. All okay. right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so uh, he went and met her family. Her family wanted to kill him. Um, you know, they weren't really on board with it until both of their parents met each other. They had mm-hmm. a conversation um, and they got to know each other. He had to go and like clear it with her grandmother, who she was really close to. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know that touches me in my heart spot because yes, I know. I love your grandmother. Um, he was scared. He was terrified, but they did it, and they ended up getting married shortly after. I wanted to say like took two years. Okay. So by the time she was on the cusp of eighteen. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, they were talking, and they was like, you know, what are some things that you think made them last as long as we did. And the guy was like, you know, they like the same things. They share similar passions. Um, he was talking about like cowboy movies. 
like small things. And then she was like, no, seriously. Um, and he said, his answer was, uh, we grew up together. Uh, I've known you since we, we were both children. You know, we've gone through a lot of different storms together. He was an entertainer and being entertaining, you know, it comes with a lot of temptations. Um, a lot. He kept stressing that it was a lot of temptations and it's very difficult. Um, but you know, he would always tell women who tried to come on to him, like, you know, like you're not touching my wife. You're not, you have nothing on my wife. There's nothing that you could add to a value to my life that she couldn't. And, you know, he would shut it down and, you know, it's, it struck a chord with me because after growing up, you know, I could say the same thing. Like, it's not hard to kind of like move things away or push things out your way and stay focused on what's important to you. And these people have been together since then and they have made it in a sense. And they are planning and have every intention on dying together. Hmm. And that's, yeah, that's my plan. Well, <laughs> it wasn't bad. Yeah, I, I, I was talking a lot, but my parents, the age gap was very similar. As you ah, know. that's so. right. <laughs> ah, oh, you thought I'd take a shot? No, I, no, I love your parents. Shots. No matter how young your mother was, and shut up, how not young your father was. They were. <laughs> Look, I don't all, even know how old my dad was. Right, let's, so like, I, let's yeah, let me, not get into parents. But let's you know, guy and these people, the table. they don't really follow rules. I don't think a lot of people do when they're in love or in lust or whatever. But you know, like okay, yeah. Thanks, babe. Thank you. Interesting love story. Thank you for branching out. Yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'll be back to Humans of New York. Humans of New York next week. That's fine. That is fine. All right. Thank you. So, now we are on to our actual actual part of our episode. So, this episode is about fighting clean because we do sit at the end of our episodes as we sign off. But, you know, the Chapmans are not masters at fighting clean. We are ever learning. How to how to be better humans to each other? Yes, and often we fight dirty. Not often. Not often. Like every we fight clean. Every now. six months, three to four months, we have a every big three to four. We are not having the same arguments, Mike. What? Huh? We not. the last argument we had was December. The one before that was. I'm asking. I don't know. Because we don't have them that often because we are perfect. I'm joking. We it was probably argue, three months prior. Well, we argue a lot, but you know. we actually haven't had like a fight, dirty fight in a while since yeah. December. <laughs> before true. that, it was a few months before. But um, we're not going to talk about the December fight yet. But we are going to come to y'all with the story um, about the time we fought dirty. But we're going to start off with what basically how we define how we define fighting clean. And what fighting clean is. Right. To us. Because, you know, it may look different for everybody else. But for us, the main two things really boil down to we don't hit below the belt and we don't yep. push each other's buttons. So, Mikey, what does hitting below the belt, what would me hitting below the belt look like to you? So, I mean, y'all know what hitting below the belt means. It's when you say that one thing that's going to set that person off, you know your partner's triggers. Mm-hmm. Randy knows what triggers me. So if she was to come out of nowhere and I'd be like, yeah, babe, you know, I'm sorry that... I didn't do the dishes, you know, tonight. Like I said, I would, you know, it's been a real busy day. I'm sorry. And she just comes out of nowhere. You're like, you know, you ain't shit like your father. You know, like, <laughs> no. I'd be like, whoa. Um, where did that come? You know, like those, that's, oh, no. that's a real big, that's a leap, you know, but that's a, yeah. that's an example of 
one of those things. Okay. Well, for <laughs> me, one of the examples, and this is actually something you have done. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> it was a while ago, though. I don't even think we were married, but okay. we were arguing. You were like, yeah. And I know your mom has talked to you about this too. Like I know she's gotten on you about this too. And I'm like, what the fuck? We are are you my father now? Like are we are you in cahoots with this? Are you parenting? I like, am in cahoots I with your mother. I didn't I hated it. Like I just feel like using past arguments or things that have nothing to do with you, mm -hmm. um, up in an argument between your spouse or the person you're with, for me, is like, dude, don't bring my mama into But what if it's like And first of all it was probably a, a story that I told you. Yeah. Like, you know, to vent or to just be affirmed and for you to, like, turn it back was like. So I actually have something to say about that later. Oh, okay. Yeah. So. Um, okay, pushing buttons. So an example for me would be, I don't know, like, irritating me when you know I'm bothered. So sometimes I need to take a break. I need to take a step back. But pushing my button would be like. You just nagging me or like making me feel bad about that. Oh, you, you about to walk away or, oh, you, you need time or I ain't like that. Or it's a mixture of also hitting with a little bill. So-and-so wouldn't do this, whatever, something <laughs> dumb. You've yet to do this, but like that would no. be yeah, that's not... pushing my buttons. Like you want to be killed to mm -hmm. me, but okay. So what would your buttons look like? One of pushing my buttons would probably be, you know, we're mid confrontation. Yeah. Uh, verbal. And you just keep saying hello. <laughs> and I'm like, don't make me reply. <laughs> That's a form of pushing my buttons. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, God. So, yeah, that's so we those are our like basic rules of fighting clean. You don't do those two things and magically you end up fighting clean. But ish. Fighting clean ish, and you know, we are really working hard to get better at this, but you know, it's a struggle, it's a constant thing, man. Yeah, you, you have your ups and your downs, we have more ups than downs. This is true. Yeah. Um, so the story that we have, we're just gonna just get into it. We both have our sides to it, and it, it's a good example of fighting dirty. So, so we'll just go back and forth with laying the scene for this one, yeah. So I don't know when this fight happened. It happened. So the year is 2015. It was definitely after our wedding. Because yeah. we got married in 2016. So the year is 2016. And <laughs> it was in our first year of marriage. We have an episode about that coming up. Because everybody who's getting married, good luck. We're seeing but, all these proposals online. Mm -hmm. And and like, um, we're happy, but we're also very sorry. That y'all are doing this to yourself. What, what do you call them, Randy, when you see it? Poor babies. I'm ready to be calling y'all suckers. Oh, suckers. Mm -hmm. like, suckers. Oh, they don't know. I used to be a sucker, so I really can't judge. You so, are. It was sometime in 2016, our first year of marriage. Mm -hmm. It was rough. But I had spent all day at the library writing, trying to write us out of poverty. And <laughs> <laughs> What do you mean by poverty? All right, so we lived in a one-bedroom apartment. Yeah, it was 930 and, square feet. Which is pretty big for yeah. a one-bedroom apartment after we... And when we first got it, we loved it. We because it was like, our own space. Yeah. Um, we talked a little bit about how we were sleeping on our parents' couches. Yeah. Um, in episode one. Yes. So we have this place. It's our space, but... You know, as time passed, that beautiful, spacious one-bedroom apartment start looking like... Smaller and smaller. Coffin. Yeah. 
and Groot was getting bigger we decided to get a dog I don't know why we did that but we love Groot but he he's a lab pit mix and he was just growing and growing and growing and he wanted to play and wanted to run and we had these badass kids kicking their soccer ball I missed them. up on our window and at first when we moved in we were like oh kids I saw we thought it this was is, adorable for the first couple awesome. weeks like oh look they're like exercising and kids were outside and they turned out to be a nuisance but only because they were kicking soccer balls into our window at two o'clock in the morning on Wednesday nights. <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't two o'clock. Oh, it happened. They did it all the time. Okay. And they would climb our porch to get their ball back when they thought we weren't home. It was a lot. So we were just, we were crowded and we had all these wedding gifts we couldn't open because there was no space. And oh, Mikey's car had just about a few months ago had just blown up on the highway, the yep. engine, which we talked about in episode three one of them. or two one of those um it was rough and so i went to the library because i was working on this book that i've been working on and trying to write us out of poverty and i come back home after a day of no social media and just writing 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 for, for hours at the library and mikey has this idea so he called it we're gonna probably get into that but yeah he, well, has this thing so- he wants to try or he wants to do you want to do yes so i consider myself a very ambitious person mm-hmm. and you would agree mm-hmm. um i love to sell things mm-hmm. legally um <laughs> let's just put that disclaimer not out there this. i believe in the legal sale of things mikey huh I, so I, I, mean, I like a good hustle. I do. Um, yes. And again, you were just talking about how you wanted to write us out of poverty. <laughs> yes. You know, I believe I was gonna hustle us out of poverty. Okay, legally. You it's know? that guy in these shit talking. I'm just like real shit. Um, so my sister presented me with an idea for a business. Now, I did not have any. We didn't have any extra money. We didn't have any savings. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever came in went to bills. Yeah. and food. You know, God bless. AmeriCorps. Uh, food stamps. We were on food stamps because we were both AmeriCorps yeah. employees. And if you're on AmeriCorps, apply for food stamps. Apply. Don't be above it. It really does you help. Get, it's part of your job. It is. And because you can't afford food on your own. With no AmeriCorps stipend. But okay. Um. So yeah, we, we were... I'm also in the space where I need to figure out something. You know, I can't keep working this medium wage paying job. I need to find something extra to do. We need to get something in here. Um, and also, I need some form of transportation. So, uh, you can take it from me. So, Mikey tells me when I come inside, the first thing he says, like, hey, you know, I talked to Des. I was like, okay. Deslin is my big sister whom yeah. I love. <clears throat> and I love her too. And he goes, yeah, she wants to give me $1,000 or some form amount of money. I think it was 1000 so that I can get a truck. And so that we can start, I can start like helping people move and get some money off of that. And I was like, first of all, another thing that we were dealing with was neither one of us was seeing each other. <laughs> we were, we both worked in school. Oh yeah, so, so the hours. Were um, crazy. I was working from, I don't even want to lie. It was a lot. Like, I was supposed to be at my school that I was working at from like six to three. That's yeah. when they get out. I would be there from 530 to nine Four, like some days nine. it would be nine o'clock but for most like regular school days i'd be there till six and i would be there with him because he had like events he did with his kids and i would like just go because he asked me to go and but then i was just like 
I can't keep doing this because it was literally every it was night. It, it was, was every all night. the time. And it was hard. And so we weren't already seeing each other. So I'm like, you about to buy this truck. I'm thinking about car insurance. I'm thinking about this car note. I'm thinking about all these things. On top of the fact, I already don't see you. I think I'm married, but I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't know. And meanwhile, I'm thinking about none of those things because I'm just thinking of like. Himself. Not, not at all. Wrong. I'm thinking about us okay. and how I can help us, what I can do to like put us in a better position. And I thought but none of those other things even came to mind. I, I was mm. really just thinking like, this is an idea. We can do something with this. And I was like, we need a car. That's what you can do. That's what I, I that's what you can do. That's what we can do. Bullshit. You can get a car and like, we can stay married because we will see each other. And <laughs> And like you don't need to be moving people and I'm like, have you thought about all these extra costs? On top of the fact we were greatly considering, like deeply considering moving mm-hmm. because we didn't have any space. I'm th- I'm I'm thinking very practical and I was pissed because I feel like I'm always the one I felt like at that time that I was always the one that had to think like this while you got to think like how you thought. And then I look like the villain that don't want you to have shit. And <laughs> <laughs> and you look it, like it, the it used that to. It used to look like forth. that sometimes. Yeah. There, there were and times like, like this that. Is I, not but bad. me at the same time, it was, it's not that I don't think practically. Obviously, I do, or else you would have came home to see, hey, babe, I got a truck outside that I just bought. You I know, mean, like I would have. This would have been a different podcast episode. Exactly. <laughs> but that's not how it works. You know, we communicate these things, we talk about these things. So yeah. if something's on my mind, and, you know, sometimes I would go to Randy without a complete thought just because, you know, we had just gotten married, mm-hmm. but that wasn't how I was thinking. I'm still thinking of Randy as like my friend who I run shit by. And I used to tell, like, <laughs> sorry, man, what? I'm nothing. Go ahead. You remember like when we were younger and I would tell you things about like you girls that it? I was like, yeah, yeah, I made terrible decisions. And I, yeah. So I think that like in these moments you may have been triggered and was like, this nigga. I was just feeling reverting. like, I've been riding us out of poverty all day. <laughs> and he wants to and buy like, a truck. And I'm like, you need a car. I know. And you talking about being out the house more. I just felt like. Because I'm going to have to be out here in these streets in order for us to get ahead. No. You remember that Trey Song song? Just got to make it. It was I like do. that. When he back when he had his braids. Yes. Yes. No. And I. <laughs> I was pissed that we were arguing back and forth and Mikey's just like, well, it was just an idea. And I'm like, it's not just an idea. You want to do this. And I hate when you say it's just an idea because it flips it like you're getting worked up about an idea because I presented it to you as an idea when you actually presented it to me as something you legitimately want to I presented do. it as an idea that is plausible. It's something that we could possibly do. It's something that we could work out and it's something that could benefit us. No, I, if I, we were. I disagree. I okay. disagreed. Right. And instead of calmly saying that, as I have said this now, Ooh, what happened? I threw something towards my man. Look now, nah, before we got room. to that, man. <laughs> all right. So y'all know how an argument starts, right? It starts as an innocent disagreement on something. It starts really, really small. And then it just turns into this angry beast of like, like it just turns into something completely different. You, you, you get to that point and you wonder how the fuck you got there. Um, it went from Randy just coming back from the library to things being thrown around the apartment and voices and, and, <laughs> and we yelling. And again, this is an apartment that's and like the size of a box. People. We are one of those people that are 
one of those couples arguing in the middle of the night at the top of their lawns Hop. with people above and below us. In this box of an apartment, everyone can hear us. And usually when we argue, Groot wakes up or comes from wherever he is laying. And he protects and Randy. And he sits by me. Yep. And, or he stands in front of Every me. Every time. Every single time. But this time. This particular time. Groot remained exactly where he was. That game And he slept. That's how I knew I was in the wrong because my dog didn't even move. He just stayed where. He was like, you know what? I'm going to watch this from over here. So I threw. I don't even know what you call it. It's the thing that. She threw the organizer that you put silverware in. <laughs> That every black family, every I ain't put out there. Every smart family has in the drawer to separate the knives from the forks, from the spoons, from the other knives. But the thing that was so funny is our apartment was so small, and you we had, couldn't fit the thing in uh, the drawers. It was so on top it was of the bar, on top of the bar. Yeah. And so I just threw the closest thing I could find, and I ended up fucking up more than I. Now, that I mind you, it. this thing is it's it's wooden. We got it from IKEA. Um, it's the one that like expands, so it has like extra <laughs> compartments for more spoons and stuff. We had like plastic straws from like Zaxby's, and we had all these all the silverware in there, the forks and knives, the spoons, and the other knives. And what'd you do with it, Randy? I threw it above Mikey's head. <clears throat> Randy tried to throw it at my head. I did not throw it at him. I knew where I was throwing. I'm gonna tell you right now, Randy don't got aim. <laughs> and I know she was aiming at my head so that she not. would miss my head. I was <laughs> not, and I ended up like knocking. We had like our wedding countdown. We still had like that up, even though we had been married at this point for months, and it was just bad. And Mikey looks at me and he Yo, goes, "I paused." This he looks at me and I. He goes, "Why the fuck would you mess up something in your house?" <laughs> Pick this shit up. You <laughs> and when you're done picking this shit up and stop acting like a child, then you can come talk to me. And so I picked it up. And, <laughs> and <laughs> that's right. And Mikey left. And as y'all have heard in episode two, we have a non-negotiable about not leaving. And our non-negotiables were established before well, this happened. Well, not all of them. Some of them weren't. Like the no throwing things was not a non-negotiable. No, yeah, we revisited that. And the leaving yeah that was there so Mikey left anyway and um he left the house and what were you thinking before I move on (laughs) I was thinking that if I get far enough away I can get away from angry Mikey and then maybe if I come back my dishes will be where they were supposed to be (laughs) when I return y'all there was so many things I could have been mad at I could have been mad at the fact that like this just started because of a harmless conversation about a business opportunity I could have been mad that this was just like a this this escalated beyond a point where it should have been you know but I was pissed about my dishes (laughs) I believe like if you get into something with somebody or whatever and you break they shit that's cool I mean like that happens you go to somebody else's house you tear up somebody else's stuff but like in your space every little thing that we had in this little apartment was important everything and this particular thing (laughs) yeah man look man i like my stuff organized and the way my ocd was like set off by that the whole time i was walking i was fuming about my dishes yeah yeah and i was like i just need to get i need to get away from the apartment for a minute i need to go get some air it was raining outside it was raining it was bad and Groot has still not moved and after i cleaned everything up he he kind of like scooted next to me, but I w- I was there wrong, you know. So group was like, I can't help you, Mama. I can't I can't do it this time. But um, about five minutes later, I get a phone call, 
And before I even look at my phone, I already know who it is. And all I'm thinking is this snitch ass snitch. So we go pause. <laughs> my wife just called me a snitch ass snitch in case y'all. You were. That. Um, that's a sound bite. Um, so when I went on my walk, I had to like, I had to talk to somebody, right? Now, my best friend is throwing shit in the apartment. She done lost her mind. Um, when I get into arguments with, my wife, I do not call female friends. I'm not that person. I know what that looks like. I know yeah. where that could go. I don't go there. I also don't call my niggas because they also sometimes give bad advice that I don't need. Who you don't get bad advice? I'll ask them for it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's me. Okay. I'll be like, bro, tell me something stupid that I should do right now. Hey, man, you better go fuck somebody. I don't know. You, you are know, like, idiot. Just, I don't want to go there. So. I call the one person who I know if I speak to, they'll make sense of what is going on right now in my life. And that person was my mother-in-law. Was my mom. And I already know who it is before I even flip my phone over to see that it is my mother. Because Mikey is a snitch. So okay, I pick up the phone. Man, hold on, hold on. I got to stress something straight. At the wedding, they said... Do you promise to like having to hold and all that, right? Mm -hmm. And we said we do. We will. We will. Then they asked the people in attendance, will y'all hold them responsible? And will y'all make sure that y'all doing what y'all need to do to like keep them together? And everybody responded with, they will, they will, right? So I got to call the people. (laughs) (laughs) I had to call somebody that was in attendance and be like, y'all need you to lead, keep us together because she throwing shit that we need. (laughs) So my mom... I go, hey, mama. And she goes, Randy, why is Mikey walking in the rain to the gas station, you know, to get something? And I was like, oh, that's where he is. She goes, Randy. And I'm like, oh, well, I threw something. I didn't even know what to call it. I don't even know what its actual name is. And she was like, well, just please yeah, what, tell me that. Write in the comments what it's called, the yeah. thing that you put dishes in. Yeah, we're not Googling it. Just tell us. Um and she says, well, you know, please tell me you didn't throw, like, photos or anything, like, frames. And I was like, no, of course not. Mainly yeah, because we don't hot. have any. We didn't have any I hanging know. up. Exactly. But, and I explained to her what had happened. And, I mean, Mama was gracious, but also held me accountable, as Mikey said. And I was wrong. And, but she understood. She said, well, I got so frustrated. Um, and also why you got frustrated and things. And that, obviously, we need to talk and blow off some steam and you know stop throwing shit <laughs> so yeah i was like okay and so mikey came back and i ended up leaving like i took me and my dog and we went to my sister's house <laughs> brianna i was like you want to leave get my shit i'm you, leaving you're baby. You're gonna be all right y'all gonna live a good life I was like, right <laughs> i'm taking my dog I was like group come on uh-huh. so Gru came with me we went to Bree's house and i told her what happened before that, we're just breaking I got home, all the non-negotiables. We, we, Are y'all yeah, hearing this? Yeah. Like all the non-negotiables, we just sneaking so them off. Like it's just not. And when I went to the store, though, I was like, "Yeah, I'm about to buy a black." Oh yeah, I was like, "I'm gonna set her off. I'm gonna get a. I'm about to get a black in my. I need one, wood tip wine. Y'all know what it is. Um, I was like, I need, I need, I need to smoke right now. You came back in the house. You want to smell like smoke? 
You was about to leave anyway. You Yeah, that would have started a whole new thing. You thought that that was all that was broken. See, because we hadn't developed a no throwing thing, <laughs> so I still had time. Y'all don't understand. We got flat screens around here that I love. I would fuck it all up. All right. So he did not do that. And so <laughs> Nah. Young nigga went and got a vitamin water. He did. Kit Kat. <laughs> this is not funny. It's not. So I left and I went to my sister's house and Bree is just, I mean, everybody is just looking at us like, y'all are dumb. <laughs> it was. Like, it was dumb. It, it was escalated. Dumb. We probably also needed to have sex. Like, you know, I was tired. I probably was also going through social media withdrawal because I, I had like eight hours of social media. And I've been working this job that is draining all of my life. He just wants to be home. I just want him home. And... We there were other things that this argument manifested itself, but when you're fighting dirty, you're not thinking clearly at all. And so, Mikey, I think eventually texts or calls me. I don't know how I got back home. You were like, "So you coming back?" Like you know. I think I was about like, to get ready for bed. You were like, "Are you? I'm ready for you to come home now, or something like that." I was like I played enough video games at this point. You were like, "So yeah, when y'all coming home?" Yeah. And I was like, "We're on the way." So because I'm still married, you know. So <laughs> we got in the car. And we came back to the house. And I don't really know how we cleared that up. I can't remember. I remember we tried to sleep because we thought we was just going to, like, sleep it off. And we ended up waking up at, like... I don't remember. Two, three-ish. Me at the edge of the bed. Wait, no. I started on the side of my bed. We back-to-back. It looked like a real dramatic, like, Usher music video. Um, <laughs> and we end, eventually just end up, like, talking, talking through out. what happened and, and why. And it wasn't okay. <clears throat> he agreed he wouldn't get the car. I mean, get the truck. I apologize, of course. And then we, and he made it very clear that there would be no more throwing things in the house. Yeah, I didn't ask. Yeah, it was a non-negotiable that night. That's, yes. And I was like, okay, you know. We created more. Yeah. We also brought up to the fact that I was, um, I was hypocritical. The yeah, reason left. why we brought up the no leaving thing was because of how that triggered me. Yeah. And how I felt about that. And when I brought that to her, she agreed to do it. And I guess because I wasn't shit, I was like, well, I ain't agree. Yeah, so Mikey left. Yeah, so we, I didn't find out until premarital counseling, actually, why Mikey didn't like, because I would leave when we argued before we made it a non-negotiable. I wouldn't go anywhere. I, like, sit outside the door. I sit on the steps in the apartment complex. And he did not like not knowing where I was and just us not being together in our arguments, which we talked about in episode two. It just leaves the door open for a lot of things. And, um... And it also made him think about his dad leaving. and I got abandonment issues. Yeah. So, and I didn't know any of that until premarital counseling. So I was like, okay, that's like obviously really valid. I don't want to trigger him in that way. I won't leave the house. And another thing, it was like, I, I watched a lot of movies mm-hmm. and TVs growing up. And it was like, like, you know how stupid it would have been, right? If we just got into this argument over this hypothetical truck well even though that wasn't what the <laughs> what the argument was about and yeah. you walked outside or or i walked outside i come back home you leave and you get ran off the highway by a truck and you and my dog die yeah and, because it was raining that night if anything yeah. could happen like and i'm like stuck with that like i was you know thinking worst case movie scenario is yeah. she died tonight and the last thing that happened was i said we'll leave then you know yeah I don't even think we, yeah, yeah, I just left. And, um, what? So, 
we talked it out that night. Yeah. And we ended up working it out. Did did we did we make love? I don't think we had sex then. <laughs> I don't, I don't think, think nah, that we had sex. I held you though. We like yeah, we did we like sleep. talk and And yeah. And it was Yeah. I mean like we when I say I like even and we, to go back to the non-negotiables, not leaving or like not breaking the non-negotiables is very hard. Like there were moments before this <sighs> fight when he had made it clear that the non-negotiable one of his would be no leaving, that I would be at the door in my coat. Like, <laughs> yeah. And Mikey just be on his game. He was like, you know what? I don't care what you do as long as you don't leave this house. <laughs> like he would just keep playing his game and I'd be at the door in my coat and Groot standing next to me like, so are we leaving? So that's to the extent <laughs> of we really didn't leave the house. So for Mikey to leave, it was just like, well, shit. Yeah, I was set off. I, was, yeah. I really was. It was I mean, bad. I think that was fair because it yeah. was a different situation. I had never thrown anything. Thing like that. His physical violence is like. No, no. Yeah. So, I was just so frustrated, and I yeah. So what did what did we learn from that? What did we learn? Well, again, we are not masters at fighting clean. We did get into a big argument back in December, and it was about 2017. It was just about the year 2017. It was 2017 was really hard on us individually and then to go through that together as a couple um was rough so when you get into these arguments or when we get into these arguments i always feel like whatever it is that we yelling about right now is not what this argument is about yeah it's about something completely different um and this is like whatever we're dealing with is i don't know is as a is a byproduct of what is really the problem which is another thing we learned yeah So so like what are we really like upset about but, you know, it's hard to think like that when you're set off. And when you're in the moment. And it's easy to lash out on somebody that's in close proximity to you because marriage really is like being stranded on an island, you know. And mm-hmm. every now and then you get visitors. <laughs> we go out and we go to parties. But for the most part, it really is just us. And when there is nobody else around, I mean, what else do you do? At the end of the day, it's just me and you. Yeah. Which could be, which is great. Which is great. But when it's bad, it's bad. It's terrible. And so I got to make phone calls <laughs> to your mother. <laughs> to mothers. I have yet to call him on his mom. Like I've yet to call through. his mother. She would come get you. I wouldn't give her a reason to. Oh. Okay. Yes, I still slightly fear my mother. Slightly. Even though she is five two and weighs one hundred and three pounds. Really ninety, but. <laughs> Love you, mom. Love so, you. yeah, we, and we just learned, you know, fighting dirty, it sucks. It really does. It, like, it's, it's, it's awful. And yeah. so we just, we we really try to do our best to avoid it. And so we have our three do's and don'ts about how we try to avoid it. So, okay. um, Mikey, I think you should do your three first. All right. You want me to do my three do's? Three do's, and then I'll do my three do's. And okay. Three do's. Yeah. So, my three do's. Number one is communicate it's the only way that you can really deal with um with anything with an argument with somebody that you're spending as much time with or somebody that you're in a relationship with or building with is you have to talk about everything you just do um because things get lost in translation so whatever communicate means to you y'all need to talk text send letters uh, we did emails for a while mm-hmm. we Shit. Notes, smoke signals Whatever you need to do. And again, do. these are Chapman do's or don'ts. Yeah. We are not relationship gurus. That's true. Okay. So yeah. this is what we do. <laughs> yeah. This is what we do and what we, we don't. We communicate. Yeah. Because um, I can't expect you to know everything if we ain't saying nothing. Yeah. Because expectations will kill you. 
Yeah, um, expectations are evil. <laughs> my number two do is um, what I do. Try to see the other person's side. Make yourself believe for a second that you might actually be wrong. And if that's true, what can you do to help the situation? Yeah. So I, I immediately jump to, if we're arguing about something, all right, I did something wrong here. What did I do? Let's backtrack. Let me ask. Let me find out. How can I help in this situation? How can I not set you off further by saying, oh, it ain't me, it's you? What? Let me think for a second. Like, all right, if she upset, there's a possibility, 1% to whatever, that I may have done something wrong. What could it be? Yeah. Put it on yourself for a minute. And if both people do that, then you'll come to like some sort of conclusion. This is my thing. I believe that works. Um, and my third do is to try to move forward, not get over it or get past it, but just move forward in it. Um, we can't sit in it for a while. If getting past it means you still being pissed at me for a week, but like we still talking to each other in some kind of way, you know, we still do some small kindness for each other during the week. You know, I'm still washing dishes or you're still cooking or like something is still happening Mm -hmm. to where we're still treating each other like human beings, you know, then we'll like get there. Yeah. Um, Those are your three? Yeah. Yeah. Listen to what was wrong and work on it. Try to move forward. Okay. Yeah. And those are three that Mikey does actually actively do his best to do. Yes. So my three um, for my dues is breathe. Like I, like I just started therapy. I've seen, I'm seeing a new therapist that I'm going to keep for the rest of my life. I love her. And, um, (laughs) and she starts every session off with breathing. And so it's really been something that I did way before that, but that I actually really take into account now, um, as I need to like get my life together. And so I just breathe. So breathing, um, because I'm trained in trauma trauma, therapy, uh um, it actually does have a physical reaction on your body. Taking yeah. a moment to take a breath does calm your heart. Yeah. Does release endorphins. It does actually calm you. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And, and so I just set my Fitbit to like one of the relaxed settings and I just do that. Usually it's just two minutes where I just breathe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when we're arguing, I have to I visualize that that heart on the Fitbit that goes in and out because it keeps me from throwing things. And so, <laughs> And so it really is as helped, has helped. Oh, wife. Um, I take a nap or I take a break. I ask for a break. Now, I'm really, it's really difficult for me to go back and forth with people. I need to like process what was said to me. Am I taking this this way because I'm currently in my feelings? And so, or do I need to just like really take some time to process? And, and so. That's- that's really difficult when you're it's, married right. to a person who Mikey is the needs opposite. To, right. Like, he we need to talk about this now. Right I don't want now. this to And wait. I'm like, I really need 10 minutes. Yeah. I need two minutes. Like, you know, it's almost like a statute of limitations. I'm not going to take a break from you for a week, but I really just need a few minutes to collect my thoughts. And after that fight in the kitchen, we talked about that. We talked yeah. about, like, how I can't wait. Yeah. But we came to the compromise of, you know, 10 minutes. Yeah. Like, like I'm not going to... I'm not going to leave, leave you, but I need, need I, I really want to be able, like, I don't like to argue with you. I hate when we're out of sync, but I know that I can't speak to you with, if I'm out, if I'm all crazy. And so I need a few minutes and sometimes y'all, I'm just tired or Mikey's just tired. We just we either go to bed. I know that whole don't go to bed man thing. And I think that's really admirable, but sometimes <laughs> that does not, that's not the case. I mean, we might, I don't think we go I to think, bed. We I might think, take a nap mad. But. No, I mean, I think sometimes we go to bed still kind of not talking. You'll still hold me or I'll still hold you. But like for the most part, we still like at odds. Or at least I at am. Odds. 
Yeah. Well, the advice wasn't don't go to bed at odds. Yeah. The advice is don't go to bed mad. So by the time we get in bed, we're at odds. Yes. And you wake up and you're refreshed. And um, my third don't is... um, Wait, third don't? I mean, third do. Sorry. Is leave the space. So not like leave the space, leave the argument, but... Go somewhere else. Yes. Yeah. Like we... One of the argument we had in December... I want, my cousin ended up coming over with her boyfriend and we ended up like going out to dinner we've gotten arguments before going to a party and because <laughs> before oh, and obviously man. one of our non-negotiables is you know we don't humiliate each other in so, public spaces right ever, and so for the most part we are we not for the most part from those moments we fake the funk and then we end up having a lot of fun end up drinking or something we get home we're just like is this done you know like can we (laughs) have we moved on or we can talk about this like adults you know what's wild in those moments where we are like really upset with each other and we go out into public places those are always the times where we get some type of compliment yeah oh y'all are so good y'all we we got this y'all are so fun in college and we went to Payless. You remember that? And this, like, we, you were about to pay for the socks, and I already had it. And I was like, no, I'll pay for it. I was already irritated with you. And this lady walks up to us. She goes, I just want y'all to know that y'all have just blessed me today. And we're looking I, at each other like, I want to kill this nigga. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> we're terrible. We were like, huh? She's like, yeah, you know, just the way that y'all treat each other. And I was just like, girl. You don't even know. If you only knew. But we were just like, thank you. But that is usually the time somebody's just. Like, I always attributed that to like God. I'd be like, maybe people God see who we really are. Yeah. In order for us to like be okay, yeah. like somebody got to show up and say, "Hey, y'all are great," and we gotta be like, "All right, okay." This is yeah, or like yeah, that is like God sitting an affirmation down. Like this is little. This is. And little. it always happens, even in the form of me calling your mother. Yeah. Yeah. Because she wasn't like cussing me out, but she nah. was just like. Hey, everybody goes through this type of thing, but don't do that shit no more. So, um, yeah. Okay. So for your three don'ts. My three don'ts. Uh, you brought this up earlier in the conversation. This is my number one don't. Um, bringing up things your partner expressed in a moment of vulnerability as a way to get back at them or make a point. Okay. This is one of my number one, like, oh, like, oh shit moments. Um, in our relationship, I was like, yeah, I did not mean to say that. Mm. in this moment yeah, you've never all done the way sense. I said it because um, it wasn't at all how I meant it yeah um, but you don't bring up other stuff to prove a point like yeah if there is an issue I don't know and this is a bad comparison but like you don't like bring up rape to like yeah. make a point about something it's like it's, that's just not what you do um, it's done in bad taste and that can be triggering like I know for a fact that if there was something that I told you in confidence and you like bring that up around somebody else, or even up in a moment of like, like you being heated, I'm not going to want to talk to you about nothing no more. Right. I don't trust you. Yeah. Cause and that's you what might I felt throw like, this back in I'm my like, face. Oh, you're one of those and types. I, and I have <laughs> never done that. Cause that's not what I meant at all. I was just like making a point like, yeah, remember you said this. And I was like, Oh, like, yeah. And wait, he has never done that since I was like, not, Oh, that's low even for you. Because I don't hit below the belt. I just, <laughs> yeah. I don't, but like that was, that was done in, in the poorest of taste. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I was starting to remember what it was. But I can't remember what it was, but you were like, yeah, your mom said you had this. I think it was something <laughs> okay. about like leading. I just can't do this. Yeah. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, don't throw stuff back in the person's face. That's, that's the number one trigger. That's yeah. like a, that, I could set you off. 
immediately, you know, and vice versa. Right. So don't do that. Uh, my number two don't is don't try to win. Yeah, that's deep. Like, this yeah. is not a game. It's not. There's no score being taken. After you die, you're not going to be able to tell God to, like, open the book up and be like, who did this more? Though I would really like to ask matter. some questions and have, like, a little calculate. I bet but you would. I, w- I want to know how many times I've said I loved you in our lifetime. I feel like it's a big number. It's a lot. Yeah, I love you. Um, <laughs> I love you. Like, trying to win would kill us. Yeah. Because we com- we're competitive. We are competitive people. Mm-hmm. But not with each other, because I think we realize that's not a good idea. It's not. Like, we may still have, like, friendly competitions here and there, but, like, trying to win an argument, like, trying to argue a point, you could talk. You're never going... I could talk. Yeah. There's no... We're communicators. We could do this. It's like, what happens <laughs> when, like, a, a unstoppable force meets an immovable object? Like, yeah. that, like, it's just... It's, it's like the Hulk and Iron Man. Nobody won that fight. Uh, Iron Man lost. I mean, yes, but it was a really <laughs> close. long, close was. fight. And a whole bunch of stuff got destroyed in the process. Yeah. So, and yeah, so, there's yeah. no that's reason deep. to go that far. This is true. That is, that's a good analogy, babe. You're getting good at this. I know. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> and last but not least, my last don't is don't say something you'll regret. Um, Letting your emotions get the best of you. Don't violate or disrespect your partner. Um, you will never hear me call you the B word because you are not. Now I have used that word elsewhere mm-hmm. in my past, mm-hmm. or referring to people other than you. Sometimes, like that, right. that it, it 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 may come out. Well, it has when I was younger. It doesn't, but you can't take that stuff back. Like once it's out there, it's out there. Yeah, I watch my mouth. Yeah, like no matter how angry I get at you, like I have to know that there are consequences and repercussions for the things you say. Which is why, like, I'll never blast you about anything on social media. That right. stuff sticks. I'll never say something about you that is harmful in a public space. I'll never embarrass you in a way that would embarrass you. know, like, I, I wouldn't yeah. put you in this because that can't be undone. I believe your words carry weight. I believe words are very important. Words stick with people. You're going to remember something I tell you about my wife. You gotta remember something I say out loud. I say to her in a space where, like, she may have looked a certain way, I felt a certain way because of how I said it or what I said. So, you know, watch your mouth. That's yeah. That's my last one. All right. Um, my first don't is don't lie and don't lie by omission. So, right. So, lie by omission is a lie that my mom taught me about that I got in trouble for. It ain't a real lie. And it is a real lie. It's mm-hmm. like if you're not telling the truth, you are lying. That's not true. Okay. All right, so, yeah, I put on my high pitched voice when I be when lying. he's lying. Um. So, um, yeah. So don't lie by omission and don't lie. So it's really difficult in an argument to tell the truth or to say how you feel because you're ready for the argument to be over. Yeah. You're tired. You don't feel like you'll be hurt. You feel like you'll be rejected. Sometimes you are rejected or sometimes you take it as rejection. And Or you and feel like you'll push it further. Right. Or you just ready to stop arguing. Right. And so, but that doesn't help <laughs> the argument ever because then you find yourself throwing things because you didn't <laughs> say <laughs> two weeks ago that I miss you. I'm ready for you to be home. Fuck that then job. You gotta deal with it. You ain't bring this up last time. <laughs> right. Where was this last yeah. month? Like and so just don't and it's hard. Like it is it's so hard to do because 
lying is easy and lying about so easy is easier and you think you cool and you think you can brush it off and then you find out you're arguing and you're bringing up this 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 old same thing and then you end up losing in the future because someone could easily state the fact that you did not say anything in yeah the moment and where now you, you gotta apologize for three things yeah so <laughs> so yeah um and to your first one don't throw someone's vulnerability back in the face so for me throwing your vulnerability back vulnerability back in your face would have been leaving the house um because yeah. you've already expressed in premarital counseling this makes you think about your dad and i know you very intimately and i've known you since you were 17 i know what that is and so for me to actively do that no matter how pissed i am is to me is evil so like that's mm-hmm. just something you don't do to somebody that has expressed in this public space almost and just allow it's not an easy thing to confess um you know so just don't do things you know i we've been mad you know but there's some yeah. things you just not that mad to do you know and if you are then that's a different conversation another conversation um, that definitely needs to be had right and then another thing is don't flee so you know and fleeing can look like like when i left after Mikey came back to go to my sister's house, fleeing could also look like reaching out to somebody else. I can also admit that there are times when we're at odds. I'm just like, I wish I had a really good guy friend to talk to. And technically I do, but no, (laughs) that just wouldn't, it just is no good. It's really no good. Because what I really want is for Mikey to talk to. I hate being out of sync with you. I don't care about nobody else, you know, but I'm so pissed and I just feel so slighted or I'm just sad in general that I don't feel comfortable conveying that to you because we just finished arguing. So we talked about this in a previous episode, um, like talking about what cheating was um, yeah. and the non-negotiables and emotional cheating. It's cheating. Was the thing I ain't know nothing about um, until Randy educated me. Mm-hmm. And I could have definitely, would have definitely easily been emotionally cheating had I reached out to someone when we're arguing. Yeah. And it's also something you wouldn't um, accept, which I always think is so interesting. interesting. You say I teach you these things, but I'm really just requiring you to do the things that you want yeah, but, for me. So, yeah, we talked so, about that. Like, I, I like wouldn't be, not, I wouldn't have been upset if you talked to another dude about something until it actually happened and I'd right, be like, why like, you wait, didn't talk to me about right. that? Who is, then I gotta go talk to him. And see, you know, that's And I gotta go threaten people behind men. the scenes, like, which I've done before. Y'all don't, Mikey, huh? who, don't, okay, we'll talk about this <laughs> off the mic. Y'all don't repeat yourselves and nah. you say one thing, like yep. when he was like, pick that shit up. I picked it up because it was very clear that that was like necessary, you know? And so I love your hand movements right now. <laughs> it was just very clear that that was what had to be done. And so, so like, so that's what non-negotiables are as well. That's why I love non-negotiables because it's really just the way I think women are, we are conditioned to let shit slide and to not really request what we, what we need, not just what we want. And so that's why I mean like, like don't flee. So not just, you know, Mikey knows that he can't leave and don't leave. And I know the same. And because it really does just it's not good. It's we not good. we do practice like equality in this. We we like whatever applies to me applies to you, which is like obvious. Duh. But uh, yeah, you'll be feeling like that sometimes. Yeah. Huh. So. And I don't think since that argument, Groot has ever came and sat by me again. Like, no. I don't think. I think Groot grew up that day. 
I do. I cannot. <laughs> I, I, Groot, yeah. He grew up that he was like, oh. So sometimes it is you. Because <laughs> Groot used to be my ride or die, y'all. Groot has actually started coming over to me. Yeah, he'll come over to you so now. Like, he'll be like, yeah, I'm going to go sit by you. <laughs> yeah, Groot, Groot ain't, Groot ain't, yeah. Groot so, is real. Groot is honest. Yeah, he Groot is. Groot is impartial. He is impartial. He's neutral. He's neutral because he loves us. But yeah, so that's the story. And y'all, we really want to engage with you. You know, we, in an ideal world, we really would like to dedicate many episodes about just your feedback. One of my favorite podcasts, um, My Favorite Murder, they do that. They they have like little 20 minute episodes about. That was not a promo. It really wasn't, but I do love them. But um, (laughs) they have many episodes that's just completely dedicated to listener feedback and listeners sending their stories and they spend like 20 minutes on them and it's fun to listen to and what we talked about when we started this podcast we want to meet some of the people that yeah. we are like reaching when we do this stuff and we actually want like feedback we want to talk to people so and we want to hear your stories so please with this engagement tweet us email us send us some stories about y'all fighting clean or, or the dirty, dirty ones i want the dirty ones. i really want the dirty ones i need some representation y'all who else is throwing some shit <laughs> Who else has told her to pick that shit up? <laughs> so please let us know so we can read it on the podcast. And if we get enough, maybe we'll make a mini episode about it. We're probably going to um, make a mini episode. If we we really need enough, dog. We need enough to at least do a few minutes of it. We really It's just for y'all, y'all. And it's help also, us. Help us. That's what we want. I want to do mini episodes, but I need listener feedback for mini episodes. And that's the only way I can get Mikey to agree as well. I have to give him reasons to why things don't work. So, it's not true. <laughs> yes, it is. It's a little true. Um. So yeah. So, send us your stuff, please, y'all. Thank you. Thank you. All right. So our fight or flight segment. Fight or flight. It's my turn. I've actually been thinking all week about what I would say to you for my fight or flight. Oh, uh, you look sad. I'm not sad. I don't want to do this one. I'm not sad. I'm you just sure? like. <laughs> So I think my fight or flights are going to be centered around things you say you're going to do mm-hmm. and things you, you turn out like not doing. Okay. So lately. Yes. I've been watching you and you've been making smoothies. You see where I'm going with this? Ugh. And I have asked Mikey. I've, I've asked him, y'all. I've done that, that, that spouse thing where uh-huh. you communicate what uh-huh. you want and you say it looking Can in I their say eyes. Real quick? No. Okay. You say it looking into their eyes and you say, Hey baby, this is what I need from you. You really did. All I asked Mikey to do after he eats the smoothie is to rinse out the cup because when it's time to clean it, or when I want a smoothie, and it's and we only have two little ninja cups. They're caked full of mm. his protein powder or whatever the fuck you use. I don't it's even know what it's called. It's usually like strawberry piece. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. But uh-huh. when you, after you drink it and you take it off and you run it on the water, it's just easy peasy. Mm-hmm. Easy to clean. Yes. And I've asked Mikey to do, I've asked Mikey multiple times. Multiple times to do this for me. So that it's easier for me to use them. And to also make his smoothies when I do make the smoothies. And he says, okay. And you know what Mikey does? He does not do that. Mm. And so I want to know why you don't respect me. And <laughs> I want to know. Uh, what. And shit. then on top of that, when I try to clean it, uh-huh. 
you put the tops on so tight because you just this you just gotta I don't even know why the fuck you do the things you do uh-huh. but I can't get them off to clean them myself so you know why don't you respect me do you really love me and like what are you doing all right are you so, gonna fight just this? so people have a clear idea of what she's describing the, there are uh ninja cups we have like a ninja blender mm-hmm. which we will put up a photo of um <laughs> So you said the question is, why don't I respect you? And yes. And why won't you clean them like you oh. said you would, like you promised? So I am going to, everyone, listen very carefully. You're about to get your first lesson in fighting clean. Oh, my God. I am going to rebut. <laughs> Respectfully. Okay. Um, I do not consistently rinse out those cups after I use them. I just made a smoothie about two days ago. I know for a fact I did not take off that top because I didn't. (laughs) What? I don't know why I didn't. It wasn't the first thing on my mind. I wasn't thinking about that moment where my sweet wife came and said, hey, and looked me deeply in my eyes and said, can you do this thing that I am politely requesting of you? And I agreed. I, I wasn't thinking about that. I wasn't thinking about anything. I don't do these things because I hate you or I don't respect you. I just wasn't thinking, you know, sometimes things slip my mind. I will apologize again for not consistently because there are times when I do and times where I don't, which is honestly more maddening than just not doing it. Yes. Yeah. Which I I'd completely rather you pick understand. A side. But I'm not going to throw it back in your face because that's on the list of don'ts. I'm not going to talk about, how no. <laughs> no, what? I'm not going to talk about how you do every other dish that has to be washed <laughs> and how I'm always running the dishwasher. I won't do that because that's <laughs> comparing, you know, that's keeping score. You know you what? Know? That's trying to win. <laughs> that's not what we do here. So I will apologize because I know what I did was wrong. You know what? <laughs> I'm sorry. So, look. Uh, <laughs> what are you right. doing? I have to I have to make the pledge here because I don't want to lie to the people. I don't want to lie at all. I don't like lying anymore. Sometimes. Sometimes. But I'm, I, don't, I don't like lying. Um, so, I will make this pledge to you on the podcast. Okay. You know, kids I work with, they always put stuff on their mind. Like, oh, my mom. You know what I'm saying? Or your sister. Or they put stuff on other people and lying. I don't think they even know what that means. They always lying. Yes. But I'm not. Okay. On the podcast, every time I make a smoothie from now on, I will rinse out the cup. I will remember And that. you can work with any of our listeners to think of a punishment for what could happen or what should happen if I forget to do it. You can take a picture of it, put it up somewhere and be like, so he did it again. What are we doing to him? And I will acquiesce to whatever that request is as long as it doesn't involve me embarrassing myself publicly on social media. Okay. I will now shake your hand. We have just shaken hands. Okay. All right. Thanks, babe. You're also, welcome. another follow-up for the fight or flight. Mikey is back in the bathroom. My car Woo! is still clean. Yes, it is. But he is still cracking his toes. <laughs> and I don't know what he's doing Man, about look, the dishes in the kitchen. What your mom say? Can't win them all. You know what? I haven't won any. What did you just said? Your car's still clean. Wait, no, you just said I I'm back in the, the bathroom. Yeah, I know. you're back. But 
Okay, fine. Is I that not a win? That do you is. not feel like you've won now that your husband is back with you? I do, baby. In one bathroom? Yes, of course. She full of shit. Of course. All right, babe. PDA? PDA. Now, Kira, our cousin, said our PDAs be too long. And she tired of us. Well, we play Kira. We love you. <laughs> so we're going to really try not to draw this out for 30 minutes. All right. 60 seconds. I'm on the clock. Go. Go. Um, damn. Should have been more prepared. Um, <laughs> look, I am just so proud of you. I'm so proud yes. of you and all of the work that you've done behind the scenes on this podcast. Randy really does keep us up. Like, she she really makes sure that... um that we're doing stuff on social media. She's making sure that I'm, you know, engaging because sometimes I forget, you know, I get really wrapped up in my work and I'll be like, Oh, I probably should have done like a little video today or I should have like posted a picture or something like, you know, like the little things because I really do care about this podcast and I love it just as much as you love it. I really do. And she keeps us on it. And you're going to be the reason why. I finally get my shit together and we really make something great of this, um, of this therapy that we've decided to do with each other. Yeah. So I, I really appreciate you always being, you know, that little nudge, that kick in the ass, that ant in my leg that keeps me going when I need to move. Thanks. Thank you. You're welcome. Well, my PDA. 60 seconds, go. All right. We just had some of the best sex. (laughs) (laughs) What? I didn't. Okay. Let's scarf some family members. Sorry. I just, I'm so thankful. You're a lot of fun. And you really helped me feel better because I was not okay. I think it's the nurse in me. Yeah. You know, the good nurse, the good part of the nurse. That's his father. The part that make y'all stick around. Yeah. Yeah. It was really great. And you just, I just love you. You know, I was, when I was younger, Jada Pickett Smith did an interview about Will Smith, about like his lovemaking. She was like, yeah, he, he makes love like a woman. He's just always, he's just very intimate and very loving. And I didn't get it um, until I got older and got married and the sex got better. Because uh-huh. <clears throat> our sex did get better after we get got married, though it was it's always been great. But I get it. I do. Okay. You're just really good in bed. Like you just are. And I think back to the threesome episode, another reason why I won't allow <laughs> another woman in the room <laughs> is because I know what it's like to be turned out by you. <laughs> and I know what that <laughs> looks like Gee, on other women. Like. That oh. ex oh. was turned out, you know? And I get it. No comment. And I just don't. And this is not me beefing you up at all. Like, you know, and I know that there are people out there that's like, girl, how do you know? You've only been one person. I know orgasms. Okay. And mm-hmm. they're universal. And so, <laughs> and they don't this discriminate. This is well over a minute. But Sorry, anyway, Kira. I love you. And it was great. And I love it was you a too. lot of fun. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm going to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> and all right, y'all. Baby. That was uh that was episode six. Episode six. Fighting Clean Fails. Yes. Um please be sure to check out our website, blackmillennialmarriage.com, if you haven't yet. Um I have a little sister, God bless her soul, who hadn't listened to our episodes because she did not know she could listen to them on the website. There's Is a lot of good why? stuff there. I know she wanted to do them Google Play. Yeah, she she said 
Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, she said she didn't know that that's where they were. Oh, okay. Um, well, it wasn't my mother. Well, she hasn't been on social media. so that's One of my family members. Um, yeah. We are available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. Yes, I finally did it, y'all. I got us on Google Play. I'm sorry it took so long. So for all my Android users, because we are both in this house, we have iPhones and uh, Samsungs, you know. Yeah. We are on both. Yeah. Black Millennial Marriage. Yeah. Under the podcast. Subscribe to our newsletter. If you are already subscribed, you know that our first giveaway winners will be announced on April 30th. April 30th. So, like we said in earlier episodes, only people who subscribe are eligible for giveaways. And if you were smart, you would have jumped on this wave in the early. beginning. When but the you still got time. Because it's still moving. Said. Yeah, the, the bus. So, winners will be announced April 30th. And also, follow us on social media. We are on Instagram, Black Millennial Marriage. We're on Facebook, actually, at Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. Um, I realize I have been le- leaving out the podcast part. Okay. And we're on Twitter on Black Mill Mayor Pod. And we're actually actually going to be on Twitter for this episode. So, we are going to listen to this episode again with y'all on Sunday at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. And we hope you tweet with us. Now, this is April 22nd. So, if you listen to this episode after April 22nd, I'm sorry. You can go back to our Twitter and like see us engage with people, but people who are actually engaging won't actually hear this in time for the, anyway, that's cool. we're going to be on social media doing this. So yeah, we're just going to try it out get the Twitter engagement up and yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you for making it this far. Yeah. And forgive us if we've scarred you family members or, you know, yeah, I'm sorry. Y'all just need to just get used to us. Yeah, it's going to take some time. Maybe by episode 21. <laughs> Be blessed. Don't settle. Fight clean. Peace. You dig it. You dig it. I dig it. You dig it. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. You dig it. I dug it. We're good. So, yo, I hope you love it. I love it. I got no upper, but none above it. I focus on what the funk is. Don't know what's so fierce. I'm sipping time.